Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. We help you get your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. Insert sarcasm here. Uh, you walked in with a, a logo t- or a t-shirt with letters on it today. I think that's a first. I did. I know. I was feeling a little campy. Yeah. And I was at my favorite store. Uh, more sarcasm. Nope. I was at Walmart. Walmart. Oh, see, and, I told you good things happen at Walmart. And I tell you what happens at Walmart. I walk through and I see things for like $5.68. And I'm like, how can I not buy this? Yes. And then I wind up with a t-shirt that says... I can't even remember. What Motivator, it innovator, believer, teacher. Yes. And I thought that summarized me pretty well. And it, in Kurtz, if it should say badass. It should. That would maybe, round up Maybe I'll take this over to uh, the guys at Big Frog and have them put a honey badger on the back. It's David so Dale, if you're listening, yes. we need badass and, uh, on the front and badass honey badger and on the back. honey badger on the back. <laughs> well... You know, the honey badger's super excited today. Good. Because we have a very, 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 very <laughs> special guest. The one, the only, the Miss Kim Niski rhymes with whiskey. <laughs> and even though Kim doesn't drink, um, I might do a shot later in your honor. So, Kim, welcome it. to the show. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So glad to be here with Mike Manning and Trinity French. Give Thanks me your damn notes. Me. Give me these yes. notes. Just she answer the question. I love it's, it. It's now, a privilege to be doing this <laughs> with such people of high integrity who are experts in business coaching and sales training. You're both such innovators. I'd like to be part of that whole team. Oh my gosh, you're hired. You are hired. This might be my favorite guest yet we've had on the show. We just hired a PR director. We we've did. been looking we for a good even, one. We didn't even know we needed it, and now here it is. But... It makes sense because in the business that you're in, you are in the business of helping other businesses be better at what they do and to spread their word and to grow their clientele. So, right. as, as the business development director at the Garner Chamber, which we are proud members of, we are go uh, Garner. Kim kicks ass, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a it's a pride thing to you. See, last month we got 22 new members. Eh, it's time for 25 this month, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But you love oh, yeah. that, right? You love that challenge. So, I know you love do. inviting them. Yep. So I have a question because I don't know how this all came about. So how did you meet Kim? We met, this would have been 2014-ish. Yep. Oh, wow. So you've she, known each other for a while. Yeah, she was at the Raleigh Chamber, and my brother and I joined when we had our commercial cleaning company, and we met... And then we kind of not lost contact, but kind of went separate ways and then came back. Mary Elizabeth, I got a a LinkedIn. So this is what? This is October. I would have gotten a LinkedIn about June, maybe, for Mary Elizabeth Twitty. And she, uh, she approached me correctly on LinkedIn. She said, Mike, I just want to connect with you and say hi. And I wrote a note back. I said, thank you for not selling to me. And we started talking. Mm-hmm. And we did a one-to-one. And I used to always ask people where they network. She goes, I've networked, you know, through the Garner Chamber. And we talked about this. And we had. I like And we like the smaller chambers. And so I told her, great, I'm interested. She goes, I'll set you up to be at our Friday event coming up. And you can see what it's like. And then I'm walking into your favorite store one day. And I get a call. I'm like, this is Mike. How can I help you? And Mike, Kim Nisky. <laughs> Kim, how are you? Because she was at the Garner Chamber, so that's how we reconnected. (laughs) And that's 
probably about 50% of the reason why we ended up going to Garner was because I know you and I know that it's going to be a good place. But out of the blue, Mike Kibniski, I'm like, <laughs> walking into Target, let me stop walking in the door. Yeah. Well, Fantastic. I remember uh, um, before that, you would you would call me up and said, let's talk about it. I want to start podcasting. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he asked me to, to meet with him. That's us. right. When you were at Marin's, yep. we met at Panera's. Yep. Yeah. We did. That's right. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so, so we for, for a couple of years, we kind of, and then, yeah. So it's And cool. then came back together. Yeah. That's the beauty of business and communication. Yep. And the other and part about networks. that story was, is I was just telling him what we're doing for businesses. And he goes, well, Kim, I think we might be interested in looking into this. So yeah. that's really how it yeah. came about. And yeah. I like the, I'm more comfortable in a smaller chamber, especially on Zoom right now. I like logging on at 9.55 in the morning and there's 30 or 40 people on there. And I now know half of them. I like that developing the relationships even mm-hmm. deeper i'd rather develop 15 deep ones than 80 oh yeah mike good to see you again and wave your hands like there's nothing there so i enjoy it and since my job is to invite the businesses into the chamber yeah. we have a lot of new faces we do. every time at that oh event. yeah so it really those events help yeah. people understand a little bit more about the chamber and it does a couple of things one most people and we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago we network so much when you get in an industry or a niche, you're like, well, doesn't everybody do this? Like, and the answer is no, 90% of the people we probably come across outside of our networking group have never networked before and they don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's great to see people jumping on at Gardner chamber and they see the banner going back and forth, the breakout room. And then, okay, there's business here, you know, make sure you're talking with people. So I enjoy that. Um, I'm a big fan of Zoom. It's far exceeded my expectations. But. Scott's totally going to roast oh, you. Oh, sorry, for Scott. Go to meeting. Virtual. <laughs> yeah, virtual. Virtual. Sorry, virtual. Dude. Oh, uh, you're getting wait, roasted. Wait. Stop right here. I so enjoy virtual meetings. <laughs> <laughs> See, Me too. I'll edit that out. Yeah. Nope, you definitely got to leave that in I now. I Sorry, Scott. <laughs> For those of you that are just tuning in, Scott is my lovely husband, and he's about to roast Mike. <laughs> yes, deservedly so, yeah. And those events are just what part of what we do, yeah. Oh, yeah, just a tip of the iceberg. Well, I am going to get on one of these events at some point. I'm very excited, we, too, glad to when I have a free Friday morning. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I'm looking forward. Because they're at 10, right? 10 to 11. 10 yeah, to yeah. Yep. maybe even tomorrow. All right. Okay. That would right? be good. Yeah. I know. Let's That'd be it. crazy. That Let's would be crazy. It. So, Kim, before um, being the business development director at the Garner Chamber, what what brought you to, well, one, how did you find the chamber and how did you become getting that role? And two, what did you do before that? So, we have how much time? Yeah. Um, so... The short version of that would be in Greenville, South Carolina, I was working for a company and got approached by the president of that chamber to um, apply for the opening. Okay. So that's how I got into chamber work to begin with. Um, I had always been years and years and years being an active member of a chamber for an employer, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I got into that role in Greenville, I loved it. And so then I was convinced by the community that I should start my own company, a networking and sales coaching company. And then that was in 2007, and the crash came in 2008. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember that. So are we going to pay the lights or pay Kim? Well, I guess we're going to pay the lights. So basically in 2010, uh, reached reached out to Chambers, uh, wanted to get back into chamber work, and um, took the offer from the Greater Raleigh Chamber. And so that's how I got mm-hmm. to uh, 
to the Triangle in 2010. Awesome. So the chamber actually brought you here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, very yeah. cool. And of course, I still live in North Raleigh and I represent the Garner Chamber. So nobody seems to care, mm -hmm. <laughs> at least that yep. I know of, <laughs> yeah. because all the cities are represented in our membership anyway. Yeah. But as far as chambers in general go, because I know you want to talk about that today too. Um, the chambers are all about keeping the businesses thriving mm -hmm. and helping accelerate the growth of businesses any way we can. And, you know, we're kind of like a, a, a catalyst to bring the community together, mm -hmm. which leads to more business and, and, um, and better quality of life kind of thing, right? And so what I love about the chamber work is that is the best way I can think of to personally try to help with that. Um, right. I love to try to make a difference in some way. And so I feel like that's kind of maybe what I'm, I can do with that. Yeah, with that for vehicle. sure. So what brought me to the Garner Chamber was um, maybe Neil Padgett will be listening to this. I don't know. But the former president actually tried to recruit me at a chamber event. At the at the Raleigh Chamber of <laughs> Hey, all fair, right? In front of right? management, right? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, Neil, if you're listening, okay. Um, and so that's how, and that was about four or five years ago before I came on board mm. for the Garner Chamber. And then um, um, circumstances happened where we ended up talking, and I thought, you know, I'm going to do due diligence and see what this is all about. And then I thought, why didn't I go there sooner? Because it's such a hot market. Because that's what chambers are all about, mm -hmm. is the active chambers that yes. are doing really good things in the community. It's, it's Without a chamber, how would a lot of that get done? Right. You know? So what are some of the things that, for our listeners, that might not be familiar? I mean, I feel like everyone's heard the term Chamber of Commerce. Yes. And they know in some capacity that businesses are a part of it. But I think other than that, the general public probably doesn't have a real good understanding of what a chamber does or how it provides value to the community. So there's about 6,000 chambers in the country. Okay. Um, a lot of people think they're government. Not at all. So we are funded exclusively by, you know, from the members, mm -hmm. whether it be memberships, sponsorships, uh, that kind of a thing. Um, and it's all about... So we don't exist to be a networking organization. The purpose, like I said earlier, is to really help keep the businesses thriving. So in Garner's case, the city, the uh, shopping center, White Oak Shopping Center, huge shopping center both sides of the highway, the intersection wasn't funded. So we got the DOT developer in town talking. We discovered a grant could be done to build five of the six million of that. And so I think without the chamber, we might not have the shopping center. And then the domino effect from mm -hmm. that. Right. And so there's other chambers, I'm sure, in the triangle that have similar stories. Mm -hmm. But that's so it's all about we're the catalyst. We're bringing the community together. If we're seeing things that are coming to a standstill, we're going to try to mm. expedite and that kind of a thing. If that, oh, if that describes that, it better. Yeah, I, yeah. I had no idea that that's something that the chamber would even dabble in, let alone be you know, a driving force in that. So that's pretty cool. There's the, good uh, weight that comes with the chamber name in a community. When they, when you, when a chamber goes to the elected leaders and say, this would be good for the community. Right. Were it uh, out, the chamber and its membership are behind this. That generally makes phones start to ring and meetings start to happen. Well, and a lot of times in, in, in our case, anyway, um, the town of Garner and ourselves are very, we have a very strong relationship, even to a conference together. So when that's going on, so we're really doing well in mm -hmm. the area. But as far as chambers in general go, 
I think there's no better time now that people realize the critical work the chambers are doing in the mm-hmm. communities to, I'd say we're going to come out of this a lot stronger, and I think the chambers have a lot to do with that. And to that, I'm saying the members have a lot to do with it Mm -hmm. because they're all connecting with each other. They're engaging. They're doing, I call it their part. And so it's just all for the good. And it's just going to be stronger when we get out of this. Because we have to support local businesses and keep each other open. And I don't know that there's a better vehicle than a chamber in any town, in in any state. And there's a stat that was um, Shapiro Group did a study a few years back where they found that there's an 80% more likelihood that people will do business with a chamber member than not a chamber member. Mm. So it actually adds credibility yep. to be a agree. member. And I, we thank you for being members. We are. <laughs> there's a reason why Kim has been recruited by two chambers of commerce <laughs> that she won't tell you. <laughs> She's a superhero in disguise. She is. At night, she I fights crime. They she put has up, a cape. They, they flash the Kim signal, and here she comes. I think from what I've, from the small interactions that we've had and the time that I've known you, I think that you're really good at getting a zebra to change their stripes oh, and, and to really decide that maybe, you know, you change their mind about chamber membership. And I've seen that you've been really growing the chamber. Thank you, Drago. Yes. You just lost it. Oh, that was too. I was wondering how you were going to do that, but we'll we'll laugh at something later. But Kim, and I believe it's within the the size of the chamber category nationally, you are number two in new members. So in the tier that we're in for our chamber, which Mm -hmm. really is by like the dues amount. Yeah. Yeah. That I. Number two in the U- in the that. United States in bringing in new members. Boom. Would you That's not recruit amazing. her? Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. That's Thank awesome. You. Congratulations. But, but all the credit goes Here really we go. to Here we go. To you know the staff, the members. Uh, they're very generous with their referrals. Um, I I educate people, mm-hmm. and then they. They decide if they want to come in or not. So thankfully, mm-hmm. they a lot of them want to come in. But that's really how that came. Would you agree then that you had at least two percent <laughs> of something to do with that award? <laughs> One and a half to two percent. Would you at least agree with that? I guess I'll go You're killing that. me. You're just killing me. You know, <laughs> I, I, I find the modesty very endearing. <laughs> it's crap. Just say thank you. And I believe at the Raleigh Chamber, you were six or eight. They see that didn't hurt. You were number six or number eight in the Raleigh Chamber when you yeah, were there. Six. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you got a track record. But that's what I enjoy but, it though. But and it shows. But that's who that's who people gravitate towards is and Trinity's that way as well. I mean, some people just are are collectors. And people just get attracted to them. It's like, I need to learn more, hang out, and you tell me what to do and I'll do it type stuff. So you get credit. You well, may not like it, but you get credit. What's great is the referrals that I get to, in my case, the referrals that I get to talk with are, 
they're great in their in their fields and they're just great people. So that also helps <laughs> mm-hmm. because you know it. it, it yeah, it'll... because people aren't going to refer you to a business that they think sucks because then their reputation mm-hmm. is on the line. So I would say that even the people that I've met through the Garner Chamber, I've been really impressed with just the caliber of people yep. that are members. Um, yeah, we let Mike in anyway. I know. <laughs> you had to. You gotta let one. Yeah, gotta let, let one, one in. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow he got the invitation. I I don't know. In the 59 to 59 and a half age group, you got to take at least one a year. (laughs) But we had Michelle Owens on a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The hat lady we talked. uh, Yeah. We talked pies. Of course, she's a member. Yep. 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 Yeah. We had a good talk. Yeah. But there's a lot. There's a lot of good connectors. And it's also. So it's. there's two parts to being part of the chamber in my mind. Mm-hmm. One is giving back to the community mm-hmm. and the other is networking. Mm-hmm. And you're right. People are going to call when they hear, oh, you're a chamber member in certain cities. I don't think in every city they do, but certainly I would guess in smaller communities like Garner and Cary or Holly Springs or something like that, that carries a lot more weight than New York City or Dallas or something like that. Well, I'd say this. I'd say um, in some of the communities like ourselves, when some of the non-members call on our members, they're going to say, "Go." They, they say, call the chamber. Like, they actually say, call yeah. the chamber. <laughs> because I guess they like them that much. They want them to be a member to do business. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Yeah. one of the ways that the, that the members support each other is doing business with each other. Oh, yeah. right. And so right now, a lot of them are buying the gift cards to the retail establishments. Mm-hmm. They're not even needing the services right now, but they're buying them to just to just yeah. support them. I think mm-hmm. that's awesome. When yeah. COVID hit, some of them offered to sanitize for free. I mean, and I'm guessing it's probably going around the country like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I've heard so many. Of course, many I know more about more ours. Good stories about people doing things during COVID to help each other out and to really just keep driving the ball forward. Yep. Because otherwise, I mean, I don't know what these small businesses would (laughs) would do. They would just dry up and, you know, we kept sharing the stat that 50% of small businesses aren't going to make it through this, Mm -hmm. which is heartbreaking to us as business coaches because we want everyone Mm -hmm. to succeed. And to think that there's people out there that have worked really hard and through no fault of their own, come up against something and they just might not have had the right resources to pivot. If the governor's telling you that you have to keep your doors closed, there's really not a whole lot you can do and the money eventually is going to run out. So depending, I guess on the, on the industry, but I know, I mean, you have um, the services that you offer. My understanding is you can help a lot of these pivot in ways that they didn't even dream of. Like they didn't even think of it that way. Right. That's what my, Oh yeah. You gotta get creative. Yeah. Yeah, we're pretty creative. We are, but you have to. The the folks that are going in the businesses that are going to go come through COVID, learned how to manage it because yep. we're you're, we're not going to beat it. There's there's no beating it, but you can manage to get through that. Look at just the real estate world. All the things you guys have had to change just to show a house. Oh yeah, but you managed it. Managed it. Yeah, but it's you know. With And it's just the new normal, masks yep. and hand sanitizer and booties and gloves and goggles and hazmat suits, <laughs> but, which is what I feel like yep. I'm wearing. Mm. At least now, 
I was actually thinking this as I was walking into the building today because I put my mask on and I was like, I'm so glad it's not like 116 degrees out mm-hmm. anymore because wearing a mask when it was that hot was brutal. <laughs> when this first started, though, in, in probably April and maybe mm-hmm. May, wasn't there a, a, a limit on the number of people that could be in the house at one time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they put limits on who could be in there and... Yeah. Um, time frames in between showings that you had to have. And I mean, there was a lot of different stipulations that they put into place to keep everybody safe. Yeah. But I'm sure some realtors said, you know what, I, that I don't want to do that. And they're, they're, or, they're done, but you yeah. and the others, okay, right. how do we manage this? Mm-hmm. So three can go in at a time. Okay. Let's, all right, you three first, we'll stay. I mean, it's, it's not difficult. It's a pain in the ass at times, but it's not difficult to understand how to manage that. And and, and that's what's good. Um, chambers are bringing people together like that to have those conversations. Yes. Yep. Like, for example, some of our events, the small breakouts. So if you think about the world without chambers, what would that look like? It would you, be you'd so have, boring. You'd have, people, yeah. you'd have people just standing still. Mm-hmm. Growth would probably kind of stand still. We kind of align with economic development. I mean, mm-hmm. I think about every once in a while, what would it look like without the chambers in the country? It, uh, so the mass transit bill that came out in, what, 2015, yeah. all the chambers were behind that. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't get behind the social issues. We don't get behind the candidates. That's yep. not what we do. No. Right. At least Thankfully, most of us don't. Yeah. Um, maybe some of the state chambers do. But, but the mass transit bill had to pass because it just has to get funded now, but it had to pass because that's going to help with economic development. Yeah. So y'all don't have time to get together and do that yourselves. You need somebody else to do. Oh that. yeah. Yeah. The weight of a chamber coming behind an issue in a small market. Yep. Oh, huge. Yep. It is huge. So, so how does a, uh, how does a cool chick like you get from the <laughs> university of Vermont to Garner, North Carolina? How does that happen? Well, part of what we talked about is is how I got here in two thousand. Getting recruited, yeah. But yep. Vermont, I don't know that I've met anybody that ever went to Vermont. school there. Oh, I'm a skier. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, um, that decision was not made for the collegiate of the. It wasn't yeah. made for the uh, curriculum. It mm-hmm. was made because it's got great skiing. Okay. Oh. Because here's the things that I never told you guys. So when I was, I graduated at seventeen, because. Mom had the, the two twins 17 months later. So Kim's going out to school at four. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's how that happened. Yeah, Kim's going to school at four. So I'm like the youngest in the class, right? So I graduated at 17, and I said, well, I want to be a professional singer. They said, really? Well, if you fail, don't come running back to us. I'm like, oh, I guess I better go to college. <laughs> well, I guess I better go where I can ski. <laughs> so University of Vermont. Smuggler's Notch gave the students a really great break on the on the uh, season's pass. Nice. We, the classes were Monday, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, Thursday. We'd ski Monday, Wednesday, Friday because the tourists would be skiing on the weekend. So oh, that was too college. Funny. Didn't major till jan- junior year. Now, yeah, I got to catch up. I mean, I got to study now. <laughs> I got yep. So I was in the uh, took the business curriculum, BS in administration is what I business administration what I got. And I thought, what's this marketing thing like this? And so I took the first one, and I was like, okay, I'm not sure about this. Then I took the second one that the professor wrote the book with case studies. Now, this is back, uh, now my age or so. No internet. We're have to in the library with the catalog, all of that kind of thing, right? And I loved it because you had to solve the cases. Mm. And so I ended up doing grad courses in marketing and all that. 
which helped me with what I do now. Mm-hmm. So from that point on, um, I was living in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And then I, d- I came back to Hershey, and that was like my first job. And then I thought, I'm going to go ski. I, I want to go where the real skiing is, go Colorado. <laughs> so it's all been, you know, the skiing is driving it Yes. So I get to Colorado, and um, my dad was working at Hershey Foods at the time. Ralston Perina was a hotel that mm-hmm. Hershey Foods owned. Not hard to get a job. So I go out there. Well, I pick the front desk, and when I got the 7 to 3 shift, I said, let me switch with you. 3 to 11, I can go ski till I get on shift at 3. See, it was all about the skiing. I mean, eventually I got serious, right, about yeah. my career. But that's kind of a long version to the short nice. question. What, what <laughs> so is, do you still ski? I don't. We, uh, we I guess, the weight and the, 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 the physical whatever kind of got away from me, but... When I had the, I still have the skis just just because I can't <laughs> give them up. When was the last time you skied? Oh wow. Uh, so Arizona, when I lived in there, I skied. So I'm going to guess that was forty ish, maybe. Okay. So I won't be saying how many. Three years, years ago. ago. Okay. Three, three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Yeah, you you yeah you need glasses. Mike. I played this game before. <laughs> I'm I'm good at it. So yeah. <laughs> so what three tips would you give people? If they were saying, I want to be a better networker and I want to maximize my membership at the chamber. So let me answer it first with just general tips for business owners. Can mm-hmm. I do that? Because sure. I was a business owner, as you know, Mike, because he's apparently, you know, stocked my whole profile. Um, as he does. Tastefully. Yes. So <laughs> Connects is what I had formed and was a networking and sales coaching company. And so I know having been a business owner... I know what I learned in that process. And I think it's the hardest thing to do is to, quote, sell yourself. Like, I can mm-hmm. sell a company, or and I don't want to call it selling, but I can do it better for someone else. You so could if, have the cure for cancer and would feel bad promoting yourself that you came up with that, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would. It would bother you to no end. I don't want to tell you I did this, but yeah. Hilarious. And then I'm over here with, like, my I cured cancer shirt on. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. It, was, it was just the right way I was brought up. So what I was going to say is. So humble. <laughs> is educate, don't sell. So what I learned um, fairly into my career, I think it took me a couple of years to learn it, is educate and don't sell. Because if you're educating you're 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 like going with facts you're you're what's the sizzle of it all and and you're not quote selling because nobody wants to be sold to follow up how many of how many of us know people that they just don't follow Mm -hmm. up she preaches yeah follow up is huge so when i teach about i have networking classes that i teach just for community stuff and one of the things i say is Why'd you go to the event in the first place if you're not going to follow up, right? True that. There, there is no second question. Right. That's it. And, and, the, and preceding that is, why don't you research the event? Maybe you shouldn't be going to it in the first yeah. place. So I sell to Dennis, but there's a cool legal. Jeez. <laughs> well, no. So the, tip, the tips I have, it's really common sense. Yeah. It's research at first. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's educate. Um, ask them questions who can, you know, um, 
you know this from seeing me at events, you know, who can I introduce you to? Mm -hmm. Who can I connect you with in that room? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And then the follow up. And sometimes like they're, they're like, Kim, you're actually following up. Like, well, yeah. We talked about, I'm going to call you at 11. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I said yeah. I was going to call. I'm like, I wrote it on the card as you were talking to me, you know? Like, of course I'm going to do that, right? So anyway, that, those are the, some of the tips. Now, the other ones you said is members, and I'm sorry. Uh, well, I was just thinking I got if, somebody, chamber, if somebody yeah. was joining a chamber, how would they maximize the use of their membership? Ah, okay. Um, when someone's joining a chamber, if they have talked with me, with with a conversation mm-hmm. first. I'm going to say it that way because I don't know about others joining. The lesser us, with, chambers with that you don't want to acknowledge. I am not saying that at all. Atta girl. I am. <laughs> all chambers you are, keep are great. Atta girl. Um, no, no, I would never <laughs> say that. But not created I'm equally. I'm just saying I only know how I do it right. and how they would be after that. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll deal with you later, Mike. So, um, the whole key is at least... Do something with it every month, whether it's go in the directory and call somebody or in our case, you know, even some of our levels, we give them the Excel sheet with the members Mm -hmm. on it. Um, um, Engage somehow once a month. Make that your Mm -hmm. minimum goal. Doesn't have to be an event. It could just, you know, reach out and, 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 and do coffee or Call them up and say, what providers are you looking for? I just mm. talked to a manufacturer yesterday. What providers are you looking for? We have people in the community, in the chamber community that y- you would want to be talking with. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is pay attention to what the chamber's doing. So we're sending emails out. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to do that as minimally as possible. Um, we are, if we're sending out the new member list once a month, for example, that we do, Hey, welcome them, you know, welcome the fellow members. You might even get business that way. Invite them, use our opportunities as connection opportunities, invite them to get on our connect conference or, you know, the virtual networking events and things like that. I think when people join and they think I'm going to be on the directory and that's all I really need to do. Yeah. I'm not so sure that's going to work Ooh. so well. Lazy asses. They need, to, <laughs> they need to step up their game. That's the equivalent of putting your sign in a yard, but never putting it in the MLS system. Yeah. And even, and, and, so or on a bus. Yeah. Or being a member. Which of your a, face should be on a bus. Or being a member of a fitness club and yeah. not going. Right. Yeah. Who would let's do not that? talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm thinking about going, so I'm losing weight. Right. So. I feel better just I knowing a, I joined. I a, I'm, I am actively <laughs> donating to my gym right now. <laughs> And, and I also think um, paying attention to uh, what's the what's the community. You could live in North Raleigh, be a Garner Chamber member, which we have several mm-hmm. of those, and but but know what the market's doing and know what like the surrounding market's yep. doing, because you can help the people who live in that core market with what you're paying attention to. Maybe it relates to where you actually are located or whatever. If that makes mm-hmm. any sense, mm-hmm. it does. I think it's all about. It's about keeping abreast of what's going on. It's a, it's about engaging if you can. It's um, uh, know who the leaders are in the community, mm. if that answers your question. Yeah, absolutely. I know Mike tends to, I think I do long answers, sorry. That's all right. If, if you were so bad out. at this, I would not be writing anything down. <laughs> yeah, he's Mike's on a second page, by the way. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm writing down, why did I invite her? Why did I? He's like Bart, Bart Simpson on the street. Why did I? 
I'm writing your nuggets down because they're good. <laughs> Lord. You know, we only do this show so we can learn something yes. every time. I think it's great, yeah. And, you know, occasionally provide insight for our listeners. <laughs> okay, that's the goal eventually. Uh, make them laugh a by little. By the 32nd minute we try to make sure. <laughs> and, and I would say this. If you're not going to join the Garner Chamber, join, join one of them. Yes. Join one of them. Um, because... You're missing, I believe you're missing out if you're not a member of a chamber. Mm -hmm. And some of our members are members of three of them. Mm -hmm. Some of our members are members of all of them. I've noticed that, yeah. I'm curious to know how that works out, but I've seen a couple people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I have a passion for what I do. I think, I think you can tell. <laughs> if there's somebody listening today anywhere around the, you know, we have, we have listeners around the country. And, and around the world. We are, but I, I don't know how... Uh, global chambers work. I don't know what they call them over there, but in the U.S., I know what they call them. If they are not a member of the chamber, you would recommend just find a Zoom event. You don't even have to leave the house. It's so easy now to network because you don't have to walk out of the house. You don't have to look at somebody face to face you and shake their head. You don't have to put on pants. Exactly, which is the name of our next podcast. Yeah. The just, No Pants Podcast. Yeah, just jump on a Zoom call and just see what it's like, right? One time for an hour, hour and a half, just see what it's like. So what I'd recommend, I think it's it's really better to talk with them first before they get on that event. Okay. Because then they know more of what mm -hmm. our purpose and what we're doing. And then when they get on that event, they know that's not just what we do. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we, we okay. like visitors. But to me, I think having worked for some several, you know, few chambers – that works better because now they really know who we are, what are we about before they before they do that. And you would tell them, you would have an idea of a couple people you would want them to meet because you have a sense of who's coming every week. Okay. So if somebody's out there that's not a member of the chamber, please try this and email us at info at wiredtochange.com. We want to know if it worked for you. Mm -hmm. We believe it will. Yeah. If you go in with the correct attitude, like, you know what? I don't have to leave my house. I'm going to try this out. So I have a totally random question for you, completely unzebra related. I was just going to ask. And I'm curious, what is in, and it doesn't have to be necessarily the Garner Chamber. It could have been the Raleigh Chamber. Mm -hmm. It could have been Chamber in Greenville. Chamber. Um, what is the most interesting business that has joined the Chamber that you've seen? Oh, that that's you, easy. What's that? Mobot joined Garner Chamber. Yes. The what? Mobot is a, ro a robot lawnmower. Yeah. That's the Ooh, one that comes right to my mind. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've never franchise. heard of a robot yep. lawnmower. Mobot. Yeah. Yep. Mobot. So okay. Tim, if you're listening, there you go. There's yep. your plug. Awesome. Isn't it a riot? Yeah. And that I didn't is. know it existed until. I kind of want one. Is yeah. it like the Roomba? The Roomba of. Right. Actually. It even knows how to charge its. It, I wonder, because we saw a little robot when we were building our house. That might have been it. That was around going around the grounds. That and I wonder if that was a, what did you call it? Mobot? Uh, Mobot. And it yeah. also knows, Mobot. It knows when to charge itself too. Ooh, that's even better. Yeah, that's that's the most interesting one that I that's off the top of mind. Yeah. He, they, they were a brand new member, I think, two months ago. Yeah, he just joined. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Wasn't that That's pretty a great neat? idea. Yeah. <laughs> Again, how can we make life easier for <laughs> <Right>? Americans? <laughs> first the remote, well, first the microwave. No, yep. I think the remote, then the microwave. Yeah, yep. now it's uh, delivering food to your house. Amazon comes up, makes a few billion, yep. right? And now we got robots. And now we have robots. I love it because I already like my... Um, Roomba? Uh, my Roomba. Yeah. yeah. You and Scott for your ninth 
revenue stream in the French household <laughs> need to invent a robot that'll take your dogs out to pee. And do the dishes. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> and then beat that, well, you can't say that to a dog, yeah. And then chastise them when they when don't they pee don't. outside, but pee inside. <laughs> Trinity's got dog. a couple of dogs haven't figured it out. You're supposed to pee outside, not when you come back inside. So <laughs> They've gotten much better with the peeing. Okay. It's the, it's the <laughs> eating crap and then throwing up and shitting where they're not supposed to be because they have upset stomachs. And I f- for like days, I felt like all I did was clean up dog poop. One of, we had one of our dogs start eating the sofa. Yeah. Oh, wow. Little. That'll make you throw up. Wow. Yeah. It made sense when she, because I thought they were just, because Scott cooks a lot and he's a good cook. So I thought maybe the dog grabbed something with a spice or something. She goes, no, no. He was just trying to, he was eating the sofa. Like, yeah, he was eating the tassels off of the, and anyways, I digress. He's a jerk, but. So and funny. I know, you know what? And I know that that little jerk isn't listening to this podcast. <laughs> so he gets no more airtime. There you go. <laughs> well, one of the things Kim, I wanted to say oh, today yep. was um, Matthew Coppage, our president, think about this. End of February, he starts as yeah. president of our chamber. <laughs> oh, End wow. End of February. So mid, so at lockdown, he uh, got a group together. We raised $55,000. And then we gave away grants up to $2,000 to businesses in critical need. Mm. By the third week of March, we were virtual with our events. So mm. I get. can't imagine starting at yeah. a new place of business. And, and that's the first thing that you get and thrown he gets into. Hit with, yeah. 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 So I just wanted to, I just thought I'd say that today. Mm, no. So we owe a lot yep. to Matthew. Oh, yeah. Yep. Thank so you, Matthew. Thank you, April. One more question for you. Okay. You're sitting here with two... Pretty amazing business coaches. It's in your yes. notes, I saw yeah. it. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so what question do you have for us that we can answer for our listeners? Okay. Um, when a business is seeing the P&L go with how they don't want it to go, mm-hmm. considering I realize it could be t- by type of industry, but I was thinking there's got to be something that you're going to tell them probably first to do. Well, one, I would be just tickled pink if somebody was regularly reviewing their yes. PNL because so many small businesses don't. Um, and some of them don't even know that they need one or have one. Yeah. So I would say that would be number one. And then the second would be going back to root cause analysis and figuring out what is the change that's happened. Within the business, is it a sales functionality? Is it an overspending functionality? Okay. Like mm-hmm. we would analyze and review the PNL to find out where the holes are. So you do a needs analysis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, because it's pretty simple. It's either you're not making enough money coming in or you're spending too much of the money that's coming in. So, um, and most businesses, when they see an uptick in revenue, instantly start increasing their spending Mm -hmm. instead of pocketing that for profit. So, um, and it is smart to reinvest back into your business, but there is a point of where it's no longer giving you a return. So that's going to determine what you'll tell them to do next. Mm -hmm. When you can look at something, find out the when and the why. Mm -hmm. 
hey, what's the significance of April 27th is when all this started. And they're like, oh, that's when one of our partners left or we brought on somebody or whatever mm. it is. But it's like, oh, okay. And then, but to find out the, the why is the first thing. Because some triggered it. Well, the way I look at your business coaching company is you're actually helping with economic development because you don't know the one that you're working with couldn't be the next Bill Gates. That is very true. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they don't necessarily have to be in a bad P&L situation. They yep. can just recognize that, okay, I want to I step it up. I want to improve so it. And so I look at your business as helping with economic development. That's how I look at it. And so I'm glad that's you're members of why <laughs> I got into coaching to begin with, because, well, when I was little, I wanted to be a child placement attorney because <laughs> I wanted to help all the children get into better foster care and foster to permanent housing, which then I found out that people that do family practice law don't make any money. And my love of money won out. Yeah. So <laughs> I got into real estate and coaching instead. Um, but it is definitely a way that we can give back for both people professionally and also personally. So, you know, maybe they, they could be the next Bill Gates or they could just be now in a situation where they can insure their family mm-hmm. or, wow, they're looking at their PL and they're like, I've actually had a positive net income stream coming in for six months in a row and they have some stability in their lives mm-hmm. or they're actually saving money from the business and no longer hemorrhaging money or using their personal funds to cover business expenses. So it really is very rewarding what we get to do on a daily basis. Well, the and, other thing yeah. I thought about, sorry, no good. is um, the spouses sometimes don't know enough to understand mm-hmm. if they know that their that their spouse is working with an expert they will have more they'll be more at ease about how things mm-hmm. sh- maybe they should be going better than they thought but now they understand why and so when you've got that outside influence in that part of it to me that's going to help it, it might mean the marriage counselors don't have as many people mm-hmm. coming to them yep. actually <laughs> Which would be a good thing as well. Hey, look at us. Think big picture. Just helping people's marriages. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on our website, marriage counselors. But last bullet point there. Sam. Well, Kim, if people are out there um, in the Garner area and they're like, man, I want to hang out with Trinity and Mike more and they want to join the chamber, how would they get a hold of you? Ah, so you would go to, um, uh, I, I love phone calls. That's what I love the most. Okay. So 919-906. 3030. That's my cell. That's my office. That's that's all of it. The um, email address is K Niski. So K N I S K E Y at garnerchamber.com. I have a LinkedIn profile. I have a Facebook profile. Um, and then our website is um, www.garnerchamber.com. Awesome. But the phone is what I love. Mm-hmm. I can build the yeah. relationships much better with the phone. And if you're listening and you didn't catch all that and you don't feel like rewinding the show to write it down, you can email us info at wiretochange.com and we would be more than happy to make an introduction to Kim and to join you on our merry band of business owners. And I will have that in the show notes as well so people can find it there. And happy to talk with anyone who wants to learn more about our chamber. Look into it, folks. I'm telling you, it's uh, it's a nice part of your marketing plan is what it should be. And it will pay dividends for you if you, like Kim said earlier, if you activate it, it'll pay dividends for you. 
Thank you, you gotta so say much action. for having yep. me. Thank you. We had yep. a blast. <laughs> Show so, notes. You got okay, notes. one last question. Was it as scary as you thought it was going to be? Uh, no, you make it very, to everybody listening, if they yep. ask you to be on a podcast, it's very comfortable. They let you lean back. It's wonderful. Perfect. And we're here in our favorite podcasting studio, the Purple Comma Studio. Absolutely. And Drago's in there making sure that our lives are much easier and that we sound good. So yep. we appreciate him as well. We have a new program coming out. We talked earlier about networking. And for people who have fear of introducing themselves on their elevator pitch or their commercial, we have a new program called Pitch your niche we don't uh, promise many things but we promise you'll be better after this mm-hmm. program so oh, if yeah. you don't know if you stand up and keep saying what i do and never talk about how and why or tell a story to personally connect we got you covered on that so go to our website check that out yep, sign up mike is the master of the 60 second elevator pitch <laughs> so he will make sure that yours is top notch it's very easy because if you use a word I don't understand, I'm gonna make you cut it out. So don't <laughs> let's get rid of these Ivy League words. Let's go to the playground in sixth grade and yet let's use real talk. And this you, is what I do. And if I you do. decide that you want to wrap it out, I'll hop on the yes. call with you. Trinity is the rapping queen. Yes. Yes. We can do that. Too. And if you want to hear Mike do it live, then come to a chamber event because he's on Absolutely. most of those Friday events, and you can hear it live right there. I'm going to roll that out tomorrow. So, yeah. So, anyways, we've enjoyed it very much. Glad you came on Thank with you. us. We're big fans of the chamber. Uh, please go to GarnerChamber.com. Check out what they're doing. Matthew and April and Kim. And who's the other lady? Terry. Terry. Never see her, but, um, yeah. So, but anyways, the four of them managing everything, keeping, uh, keeping businesses going, which is important right now through COVID that we all stick together on this. Absolutely. And we'll see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast. Thanks again.